Welcome to the Disney Wedding Podcast, brought to you by Passporter's Disney Weddings and Honeymoons, the only guidebook and bridal organizer tailored exclusively to Disney's fairy tale weddings. I'm your host, Carrie Hayward. Each week I feature a different aspect of Disney weddings, from the latest news, information, and money-saving tips, to interviews with wedding vendors and real Disney brides and grooms. I also cover honeymoons, anniversaries, and engagements at the Disney parks and resorts. Join me now as the Disney Wedding Podcast celebrates romance at Disney destinations worldwide. Today on the Disney Wedding Podcast, I am speaking with recent Disneyland bride Becca Sinez, who had a beautiful wedding at Aladdin's Oasis inside Disneyland. And I wanted to share her story with you guys so that you could hear how she was able to pull this off. Welcome, Becca. Hi, thank you. I'm excited to be here. Well, thanks so much for being here. Um, first of all, I'm curious to know how you guys decided you wanted to get married at Disneyland. Basically, it's because of our tradition. We have a tradition where we go to Disneyland every 16th of the month. So we've done it for years now, and he he proposed to me on the 16th. And then when that happened, it was just like, okay, we're gonna we should just get married on the 16th in Disneyland because because of that tradition, we've definitely been able to grow our relationship. We've gone like on really bad days and it just made it better. And we've always just made a point to spend that time with each other. That's great. So was it a no brainer for your friends and family? Did they think, well, of course you're getting married at Disneyland or were they like, what, why are you doing that? Most of them were like, well, duh, you're getting married at Disneyland. There were some that didn't like it so much. My mom was not a fan. She had a second wedding in Vegas and loved it and, you know, cheap way to go. So she was trying to push that. And then one time we went to Paris together and we sat down and had champagne. And I kind of told her like the reason why it was important. And she was like, there's nowhere else you can get married. (laughs) So she was supportive after that. And I think most people kind of understood. That's great. Well, it's, it's nice to hear when somebody has a change of heart like that. Yeah, I was I was I couldn't believe how much like she went from one end to the other. It was really drastic. (laughs) (laughs) How many guests did you end up having? So we had 102. The reception location had a hundred person minimum and a hundred and two person maximum. So we didn't really have a lot of room there. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. So let's talk about the locations you used. Lots of times when people get married at Disneyland, they actually get married at the Disneyland Hotel in the Rose Court Garden or one of the other resort locations. How did you guys choose to get married inside the park and how tough was that to make that happen? It was pretty tough because we were the first ever to have a ceremony in Aladdin. So there was a lot of work and new things they had to figure out. But we decided to, our one thing was that we wanted to say I do in Disneyland just because of the tradition. So when we were looking at places, we kind of were like, where in Disneyland kind of feels more us. And we have a lot of history at Aladdin's and Aladdin's is his favorite movie. So we just, we kind of fell in love with the location and that was pretty much the only location we asked for. So as far as ceremony wise and then reception, I think the animation building is just gorgeous. So that was a given and it, it was a really easy location because they do a lot of weddings in there. The other location we actually really wanted was the French market, but because it's kind of isolated. There's no backstage area to it. It'd be way over double the price. And we wanted it for convenience as well because it was right next to Aladdin's. 
but because of the price, it was it was a little out of our budget. <laughs> and I think animation is just so beautiful. And for half the price, I mean, you can't beat that. Now, the animation building is in California Adventure, and your wedding was in Disneyland. At Disney World, they drive you around on a bus and everything, but it, that doesn't really happen at Disneyland. Did you guys just walk, or how did that work out? Yes, we walked. Well, my my guests walked, so they met at the hotel and they were escorted into the park kind of right at closing. So they're kind of fighting traffic a little bit and were escorted to Aladdin's. And then after that, they were escorted over to the other park. So there wasn't any anything for them. And I had to make that very clear to my guests. I had to like tell them to bring comfy shoes and that they will be walking a lot. Um, but at the same time, Disney was really good at accommodating. They drove me around. They drove my bridal party around. And my grandfather, they drove. And anybody else, they provided wheelchairs for Um, So they were pretty good about that. Oh, that's good to know. Actually, I'd be curious to hear, because nobody's ever gotten married at Aladdin's Oasis before, how the ceremony went. Like, where did your guests start out? How did they get there? I guess they walked, you know, that kind of a timeline. Yeah, so the ceremony was at 8, and that was right when the park closed. So they cut, you know, everyone kind of went in at like 7.30, 7.45. I mean, I wasn't there, so I'm guessing. (laughs) We had like the... The table and everything inside. I wanted outside, but it you kind of you've been there, right? Yeah. Um, you walk up the bridge, and they had like a water station and the table set up to the side, and then it had kind of almost like a stadium seating set up facing the stage. And they were there till about I think eight ten, eight fifteen when I started walking out. That part wasn't that hard because Aladdin's very secluded. It's kind of off to the side. It's really easy to close off. So that was that was really easy actually. I thought for a guest. And I thought that maybe because the park was closing right at eight, that that would be a noise issue. And it wasn't at all. Like I couldn't, we were alone to me. Like I, there wasn't anybody else there, it seemed like. That's great. And then what did they do for music like in, during the ceremony? Was it just recorded or? So I, yeah, I put together a playlist and just did an iPod hookup. The DJ would, because it's like a show, it has like all the electrical hookup and it well, didn't cost anything extra. So that was really nice and really convenient. And I just had a friend man my iPod. And so then afterwards, everybody walked over to California Adventure to the animation building for your reception. Yes. So I had a Tower of Terror pre-reception. It was right in the courtyard. So that was really fun. And then once that was, everyone was ready, they went into the animation building. That's cool. And did you get to ride the ride? No, we didn't. I actually planned to have a my pre-reception in, fan, in Fantasyland with uh, Peter Pan open the whole time. And unfortunately, my grandfather got sick and I wanted to contribute to his medical bills. So I cut that out of my wedding so I could contribute. Oh, well, I'm glad you were able to help your grandfather, though. Yeah, I know. It was it was unfortunate, but, you know, I, I had extra and that was just fun, you know, for me to have. And I don't I don't mind not riding a ride right. <laughs> in my <Okay>. wedding dress. <laughs> Um, so then did you have a Disney theme or Disney touches to your wedding or was it more like a traditional wedding that just happened to be inside the parks? Yeah, so we kind of kept it very like a little more edgy modern kind of, I guess. We had a whole animation theme originally and it got completely scrapped because we figured we were in Disney and that was Disney enough. Like we didn't want to overdo it because we're, we're pretty laid back too. So our, I guess our theme was more us. We had uh, we both played baseball or softball in college, so we did a lot of baseball and softball touches. Just uh, the tables were every sixteenth of the month, and there were pictures of us on our favorite sixteenth of that particular month, and then like a little memory from that month. I mean, it was just it was really fun. We had a logo 
that my favorite movie, Sleeping Beauty. So we had a logo that was Sleeping Beauty and Prince Charming holding a baseball bat and softball with a 16 on his cape, like a jersey. We use that everywhere. So, I mean, it was just, it was, it was really easygoing. The decor was very basic. So we, we kind of kept, we did kind of walked away from a theme, I guess. Well, like you say, I mean, you're right in the middle of the best theming in the world. So <laughs> yeah, I didn't, why add to that, right? <laughs> So now talk a little bit about the wedding planning process. Did you do planning visits? How did you choose any outside vendors? Or Well, I guess you, there were some outside vendors you have to work at because Disneyland doesn't have those departments. But what was that like? It was so easy. I, I, like, I kind of feel bad hearing how stressed out people were because Disney just like took care of everything for me. You can't really go outside vendors within park weddings. They're pretty strict about it. So any floral and decor was through them. Food was through them. So basically it was my photography, videography, and hair and makeup. My photographers, I found, they did another animation building wedding. And I went to that wedding and they were so wonderful. We hit it off right away and I just loved the style of their photos. So that was that like immediately we went ahead with them. And then we actually won a contest for our videography. So we got that for free and it would have been somebody that I would have booked anyway. He's amazing. I would recommend him again and again. So we just, got, I think we got really lucky. It was a very easygoing process for us as far as like outside vendors. Mm-hmm. As far as Disney, again, they took care of most of it. We had our planning session. It was pretty short and to the point. It just basically asked for everything we wanted and told them. And it was, um, they were very helpful about trying to find ideas or other options for things that didn't work. I know in park has a lot of restrictions like originally I wanted silver and gold confetti, but I couldn't have that because the Jungle Cruise was right behind me and there's birds that don't like the metallic. <laughs> mm. So stuff like that. You can't do any DIY items really. Like they're very limited on what you can do. You can't really bring in bring in items because they can't – it's really hard to work out vendors getting in and out of the park, you know, while it's open without permissions. So that I think that was the most difficult part was kind of coordinating that. But Aladdin was really fun because once we got approved, which took a long time because it's never been done, they had to find pricing. And then after that, we got to do like a little site visit. So they took us into the park with a big group of us and we got to just like walk around and kind of say what goes where. And that was really fun to me because it's like you kind of it's like a canvas. Right. Mm -hmm. And in Aladdin, there's so many there was like six different places. We were like, we could stand all these places and. We had to figure out where aisles went because there really wasn't a natural aisle, and we ended up having two. So it was kind of it was really fun to kind of play with that. And Disney did a great job of listening and recommending the I because I didn't have like my my reception location set. They were really good at working with me about looking into French Market and other pre reception locations and ride options. So when I went into the park for that Aladdin's Oasis kind of walkthrough. They brought the events team and they're like, okay, here's other places we can do. For example, the pre-reception, we're like, we can do Fantasyland, Tower of Terror, or in case of a rain, we can do the Muppets pre-show, which I thought was, it was so cool in there. We almost did that for the actual pre-reception, stuff like that. They were just really good at working with me and kind of anticipating my needs and giving me different options, which I thought was a really fun thing and cool thing of them to do. Yeah, definitely. And then when you were planning, what were the three most important aspects of your wedding where you focused most of your attention and your budget? So the venue was our number one focus. We figured the venue would 
kind of that sets the tone for everything. So that was where we wanted to spend most of our money. And then the next part was our photography. So we wanted why well, have a nice wedding if you can't remember it well. So the wedding and the photography were really the big two things, and we spent a lot of money there. And I'm I'm very happy we did. Basically, we wanted to say our our I do's inside Disneyland, so our venue. We wanted some pretty awesome photos to remember by, and then we wanted to celebrate it with just the two of us in an extremely memorable way. So the honeymoon was the the next most important part that we spent the most money on and that we focused the most attention on. Ah, and where did you go for your honeymoon? We went to Paris, stayed a little bit in Disneyland Paris, and then stayed a little bit on the Champs-Élysées. Kind of did some tourist stuff and kind of didn't. So it was really it was really fun and it was nice to go somewhere. My husband didn't travel before he met me, so that's something I really wanted to do with him a lot. Oh, that's wonderful. And then were there any aspects of planning where that were less important to you where you saved some money and time? Yes. Yeah, so we basically didn't have much decor. I'm not a big decor person. I brought in a couple things for the ceremony that they let me that I had to get pre-approved. And then I think the animation building comes with um, basic centerpieces included in the price. And we just kept with those. And then I think the only other thing I really paid for was the confetti toss. All, I didn't want any floral because Aladdin's had so much floral and it was very metallic with all the lanterns. So I made my own brooch bouquet and all the girls carried these lanterns. So I think the decor and the floral was pretty much where we, we made up in our budget because it wasn't important to us. We're very simple people. And we wanted, we, we didn't, to me, that wasn't something I'll go back and remember really. Yeah. So, and yeah, those were, I don't know what else. The third thing's always hard. <laughs> you don't have to come up with three. I just give that as a rule of thumb. <laughs> gotcha. So then what out of all of this spectacular event turned out to be your favorite memory of your wedding day? Oh my gosh, our first look. So Disney surprised us and shut down Fantasy Fair early and let us do our first look in there. And it was amazing. I think the funny part for that was really awkward. They shut it down by the bridge kind of facing the hub and they had people standing there and it was during park hours. So people were kind of like, like lining up behind him, kind of looking. And my husband had a stand at the end of that bridge and face outward. He couldn't look behind him. And he said it was the most awkward thing ever because he was standing just facing all these random people. And it was like he was anxious because he knew I was behind him and people were like looking at me and looking at him. He's just like, it was weird. <laughs> I, I thought it was cute. But basically the reason it's my favorite moment is because it was when we had that we had time to ourselves to kind of just relax. Like once I saw him, I felt so much better. And we kind of had this private spot in Disneyland that was all ours to kind of just take everything in before anything happened. And it really was so magical. And it just set the evening. It set my nerves. And it just, it, that, that pretty much like made the experience. Like from then on out, I was like, I was so excited. <laughs> That's great. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of people think that a first look will ruin some aspect of the surprise or whatever, but it sounds like it actually makes it an even richer experience. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, the photos... The photos were unforgettable, and I still had some great photos. He was bawling down the aisle, and those are my favorite photos. Um, so I don't think it really took away from it at all. I think it helped set the nerves and kind of prepare you for what was about to happen. And, and it kind of gave you that moment to kind of just take everything in with your soon-to-be husband or spouse. It was it was amazing. It was 100% worth it, and I definitely recommend it. Oh. And then was there anything that went wrong or just didn't turn out like you expected? Yes. <laughs> 
so getting ready, I had like a little mishap with my makeup artist. She like refused to unpack and it got everyone behind. And I think a lot of my bridesmaids were upset because they were paying a lot and, you know, she didn't finish. And so it kind of unsettled the mood a little bit. So I know getting ready, it just wasn't the best atmosphere because everyone was stressed out and it, and it was just not, it wasn't fun. So I think that would probably be the only thing that was really upsetting was it wasn't just a good atmosphere getting ready. And it kind of, my bridesmaids weren't very happy, which I, you know, I, I like to cater to people. So that was the, I think that was pretty much the biggest thing that went wrong was just, you want to be happy on your wedding day. And then the other thing is I hate roses. Like I can't, I don't like them. I don't, I don't mind them with when I see them, but I just, I didn't want one rose in my wedding. And I, we like joked about it with Disney and we made fun of it a lot because I was very, very persistent. And there was roses all over my centerpieces. <laughs> they were like, the bride's not going to get close enough to these to notice. <laughs> I know. Well, Hope helped set up a little bit at the reception and the florist was going to put rose petals on my cake table. And Hope was like, no, don't do that. She hates roses. And the florist was like, Oh, uh oh. <laughs> I think she like looked around and was like, um, it's a little late now. <laughs> oh dear. Yeah. I mean, again, I'm not a big decor person, so it didn't bother me. I mean, I noticed it, but it wasn't like it ruined anything. It was just kind of like, well, oh well. <laughs> it wasn't, I wouldn't take one home, but I mean, I, everyone else loved them. I know other people love roses. So that, I mean, that's great. They were the ones that had to stare at them the whole time. There you go. Yeah. And then was there any aspect of the wedding that seemed like a big deal beforehand and then turned out not to be? You know, I think there was a lot of little things, like little details I thought were cute that just didn't translate. And I <laughs> I know I have tattoos and I love them and I wanted to celebrate them. So I, I, I paid to get them painted and like kind of blinged out a little bit. And you just, you couldn't even tell. Like I, <laughs> I was kind of bummed. And then I think we had like little details like shoes and stuff like I had a hidden 16 in my heel and we made like hand painted toms and we did stuff on our, our own table and it just didn't translate. Like it, it sounded cute, but then it did, it just didn't come out very cute in the big day or I didn't really notice it even me because <laughs> of everything. So I, it's just, I think sometimes the little things you just maybe not spend so much time on. Right, right. But there was nothing you were stressed out about and then it turned out not to be anything to worry about. If I have any that I think the one thing that really kind of bothered me and my husband was in park weddings you have to have it on a weekday and I, we were really stressed out about people coming or like not being able to go because it's a little later and it is on a weekday I think that was kind of stressful with the wedding planning but it ended up being a blessing in disguise uh, because of the small or the the size of the guest list it helped us cut it down pretty well it just showed who was really motivated to be there and People understood, the, our, our close friends and family understood why it was on like a random weekday. So I think that was the only thing that really stressed me out. But yeah, I didn't have anything that bothered me. I'm pretty laid back. So I'm just, yeah, I think most of my stress was in the beginning because Aladdin's Oasis took almost nine months to get approved because they had to replace all the curtains because they were like fireproof. Like on a scale of one to 10, they were 11. So they were really, really bad. So they had to replace them all and they wouldn't accept any kind of event in there until they were replaced. And I think that was the most stressful part because we just kept waiting and waiting and they wouldn't give us any kind of time frame. Interesting. And so then is there anything that you know now that you wish you'd known then? 
I wish I would have been a little more organized the night before, like boxing and categorizing all my all my wedding stuff. I had some people help set up things at my wedding, and I verbally told them like what details are going to go where. And I, I I sort of labeled some of the boxes very broadly. And I mean, in my head, I, I've been thinking about this for a long time, so I thought I was being you know really clear. <laughs> and obviously, um, that didn't translate. So I think looking back, I would definitely you know, take a sample picture of a table or don't be afraid to like give pictures to your, if it's a planner setting up or your friend setting up, like be very specific because they don't know your vision like you do, obviously. And I think I didn't really realize that. Again, I'm, I'm super laid back and I'm just like, yeah, you know, this can go there. And when I got in the wedding, I'm like, oh, okay. Yeah, that didn't translate very well. Oh. <laughs> and so then do you have any tips or advice for future Disneyland brides and grooms? You know, I think a lot of people are afraid to ask Disney fairy tale weddings about things. I, I'm a part of an, a couple online communities, and I know they ask very basic questions that we can't really answer sometimes. And the, I think they're just afraid to talk to them. And they love helping you out. They love ideas, and they love coming up with new stuff for you. So the reason I suggest this is because not a lot of people could help me because I had a very unique wedding and very specific rules and. Um, not a lot of people knew about them. So I had to email Disney all the time. And on the, uh, on the same kind of topic, I was very timid emailing. Like I know some people email like every day and I, I hear about that and I'm like, I don't want to be that bridezilla. <laughs> so I was almost afraid to email. I would email like a ton of questions in one email. And I think I and only do a cup once every couple months. And again, there was a communication issue with a couple of things, and it was just because I was afraid to kind of keep asking them. And I, I've t I talked to them, and they're like, don't ever be afraid. Like, keep bothering us. You know, we we understand. Like, we know where you're coming from, and this is your event. So just don't, don't be afraid to be a bridezilla, and at the same time, you know, like, ask them and seek help. Like, they'll give it to you. It might not be as timely as you want sometimes, um, but they are there for you to help. That's great advice. Is there any place online where my listeners can go to see photos or video of your day? Absolutely. Deep Park Photography was our photographers. They featured us. Um, they also featured our album, so it has little extra pictures. And then the Disney Wedding blog featured us on Memorial Day weekend, so at the end of May. And they have uh, quite a few pictures as well. Well, Becca, this is really great information for people who are considering having a wedding at Disneyland, especially those who might be considering a location that you don't see done as often. And I think it's been so helpful. So thank you so much. Yeah, absolutely. I get asked all the time if the, people could have like lo locations in different places. And be, just because it hasn't been done doesn't mean it can't be. And Disney loves hearing that. So just ask, you know. I'd love to see future brides have crazier weddings in awesome places. So <laughs> happy to help. That's our show for today. If you enjoyed it, be sure to rate the Disney Wedding Podcast on iTunes so that others will find it. You can also send your comments, questions, and suggestions to info at DisneyWeddingPodcast.com. Past shows are available in iTunes and on the show's website. And for instant answers to all your Disney's fairy tale weddings questions, check out Passporter's Disney Weddings and Honeymoons Guide, available as an interactive ebook with continual free updates at passporter.com weddings.asp or in print at Passporter.com and Amazon.com. <laughs>